Moving on from international to local news, violence broke out today in Redmond's tourist field when a peaceful demonstration was broken up by night errant after several protesters began throwing rocks at police and bystanders. How much of that is probably a lie? I'm John Morrow. Good night from the Emerald City. Oi, chums, welcome back to Deniable Assets, the show that points out the dangers of the sixth world and lets you decide if you want to play with it. In keeping with our specialized mission of dropping knowledge on our listeners, we're here to bring you another special episode. This one, not about organized crime, but about a place that we hold near and dear to our hearts. It has a rotten, diseased grip on our terrified, pounding hearts. And that place is Redmond. Yes, Redmond, the district in the Seattle sprawl that is even more proof that trickle-down economics doesn't work. Believe it or not, Redmond was once a thriving, vibrant town, with its own maze of suburban housing developments, skyscrapers, and booming industries. This place was like a little Silicon Valley, and honestly could be the ideal model for the American dream back in the 20th. Good times, however, were not fated to stay. In 2013, the Trojan sets up nuclear plant underwent a partial meltdown. The Chernobyl-like events soaked the surrounding area in radiation and completely contaminated Beaver Lake. Deciding to not bathe in nuclear afterglow, many people up and left. This caused a portion of the town's industry to follow them. This event also led to the area around the plant being called Glow City. Now, the final nail in the coffin for Redmond was the crash of 2029. Around 80% of the remaining businesses failed and shuttered their doors permanently. This, of course, caused even more to leave, and the final flight began as a new influx of people trickled in. Sinless, as a matter of fact, moved into the vast numbers of homes and apartment complexes left vacant by the fleeing Redmond natives. Most of the Barrens is a lawless wasteland, more akin to the post-apocalyptic Tridflix than to a once thriving North American city. In places, the streets are patrolled by roving packs of gangs and squatters. The few remaining stores in the deeper barrens are host to weekly armed convoys that look like the military traveling through. Needless to say, this is probably the perfect place for a Seattle native who considers themselves a merc on a budget. The convoys are always looking for gun hands and many don't ask questions. If you fancy yourself a Billy Badass and find out that you can't hack it, then don't call the cops. They won't even bother going to some areas in Redmond. Redmond today, while not a great place, is still home to at least half a million, though these numbers can be much higher given the sinless population. Despite this, it has a low metahuman population. Humans make up the majority, and they're followed by orcs. I once heard someone say that Redmond is anarchy in practice. It's true, the local government of Redmond pretty much restricts its activities to Touristville and leaves the vast majority of the district to fend for itself. Outside of the controlled area, the gangs rule the streets alone for a long time. But the Mafia and the Yakuza have moved into the area. Real estate isn't the big score here. Instead, it's the market. 
With goods difficult to come by, and it's almost impossible to survive in the Barrens without dealing with at least one of these two groups, the black market is booming in the Barrens. From the plastic jungle even to Glow City, organized crime provides all of the basic needs anyone needs to survive. Their biggest sellers are just that, the basics. Food, clean water, and medicine. That's right, narcotics, prostitution, illegal gambling. All of them take a back seat to the basic necessities of keeping our bellies full, our whistles wet, and our bodies healthy. Now, while they still do deal in pirated trids, BTL, SIM chips, porn, and booze, these are actually not nearly as profitable as the money they make off of dealing medicine. The arms trade is also very low and probably the most unprofitable arm of the black market, despite the high number of gangs in the district. These gangs, however, function as something of a minor league to the syndicates. They keep a watchful eye to spot any bangers with hidden talents that they can bring into the fold and elevate them to the status of made men, offering them a way out of the gang life and into the family. In summation, Redmond is a great example of a third world city in the sixth world. But I'm sure this isn't enough information for you chummers. Let's break down Redmond a little more for you. First, let's start at the bottom and work our way up. The Rat's Nest. This is a massive open-air landfill on the border of the Seattle Sprawl and the Salish Eden Nation. The landfill is infested with vermin and also devil rats. Now, people have moved into the landfill and have made a life scavenging. I've heard that a great many of these people are rat shamans, but I've never met one from the nest, so I couldn't tell you if that's true or not. The residents are called Trash Rats, or Gumi Nazumi by the Yakuza, and they are really quite talented scavengers. In the southeast, there's a region known as the Verge. When Mount Rainier last erupted, it covered much of East Seattle and a portion of Western Salishide with ash. Rather than bother to try to clean up the area, both governments just turned a blind eye and left it alone. Federated Boeing decided to buy up the land and made a big deal about cleaning it up for future development, but nothing really ever came of that. The squatters that they made a show of booting out, well, they've moved back in, and I've been told that there are gangs battling for control of the area. Uh, who? Uh, let's see, it's Crimson Crush and First Nations. I would ask why, but I really feel like the answer is not going to be satisfying. It's not. Moving on. Now, moving just a little north, we've got the infamous Glow City. The ruined hulk of the old Trojan Satsop nuclear power plant is still there, but it has a new large friend right next to it. The new nuclear plant was constructed by Shiawase Atomics in 2028. Now, this should come as no surprise, but the area is also host to massive tent cities. People keep coming here to live despite the massive death rates from cancer and radiation poisoning. But if people make life in a landfill, then I guess a radioactive hellscape isn't much different. Next up, the Crash Zone. Again, near the border with Salashide. This area got its name from being the site of arguably the worst air disaster in Seattle's history. The space plane carrying corporate court justice David Haig crashed and the explosion leveled an area three kilometers around. The crash broke open the Seattle Reformatory. The prisoners rioted and rather than put effort into helping the district, the government again pulled the plug. Now the inmates run the asylum over there. So watch your back and always hail to the king. Then there's the bargain basement, smack dab in the middle of the barrens. 
Now, this was once the height of luxury in Redmond back in the day when that meant something. The massive multi-room condos and luxury apartments that once housed only single occupants now house multiple families. This area is probably the most densely populated area if you ask me. The syndicates are big here and they mostly headquarter out of this area. The black market is not the only game in town. Street bazaars are a common occurrence, popping up in empty parking lots, back alleys, and anywhere with enough room, really. Next up, the plastic jungle. It's a strange place, I've heard. A massive jungle in the middle of the urban sprawl. I've never been myself. I'm not big on jungles unless they're by a beach and I have a drink in my hand. These massive urban jungles are home to the majority of the district's metahuman population. They organize themselves into primitive-like tribal groups, and they are very distrusting of outsiders, especially if those outsiders are humans. So, if you wind up in the plastic jungle and you're a human, be on your best behavior. And this brings us to the final place we're going to cover tonight, a place that is probably the worst area in the entire Barrens. Touristville. Yes, the safest place in all of Redmond is Touristville, the area of Redmond that borders Bellevue. This place is regularly patrolled by night errant. Rich kids from Bellevue frequent the many bars and nightclubs to get a taste of the wild side. They spend their money and go back to school on Monday and tell their friends about how they spent the weekend in Redmond kicking it with gangers and thugs. Our own personal feelings aside about the area, it is the most profitable region in the district, and the local government knows it. The mayor, Sonia Scholl, and other city officials don't venture outside the area, and visitors are heavily advised not to leave the beaten path. That was one of the first things I did when I got here. When I first arrived to Seattle, I went with my family to check out Touristville. I wandered off and literally saw a sign posted on a wall with a line spray-painted from it down the wall, across the street, and up the wall of the building opposite me. It said that beyond this point, there is no law. Leave at your own peril. Don't get me wrong, it's a cool place. If you're an out-of-towner and just want a place to visit and see the sights, buy trinkets, and learn local history, stop by. It can be fun for the family. Well, that's about all the time we have for today, chummers. We know that there's a lot more to Redmond than just the areas we covered tonight, but these were the areas we felt like you should know the most about. Next time we talk about Redmond, we'll go in depth with some of the places and people that flesh this place out even more. Redmond is an old, dangerous area. It's a place where only the strong or smart survive. And the perfect place for deniable assets. Good night and good running, chummers. The music for Deniable Assets is written and performed by Johnny Clear and the Meltdowns. Support Deniable Assets team by donating to our Patreon. Email us at realdeniableassets at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook at the Deniable Assets page.